Dorado Lens, a feminist podcast hosted by two childhood friends who discuss embracing our inner bruja, sex, and culture. Always funny, always real. And today we have the lovely Sandy Fernandez, the founder, financial guru of Karmic Currency. Hello, hello. Are you there with us, Sandy? Hey guys, hi, I'm here. Thank you for having me. I love all the topics, all my favorites. Sex, brujas, and you know, <laughs> then you're on the right pad- podcast, boo. Hello. Love it. <laughs> so tell us more, Sandy. Karmic currency, right? It sounds so beautiful, that term. What the fuck does that mean? Well, tell us. Break it down. <laughs> Break it down, honey. Listen, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck it means. Okay. <laughs> and how to explain it to people. But basically, karmic currency um, is the energy behind your business, and it's the energy behind money. Um, My background is 21 years in banking and finance. I hold several licenses, you know, here in the state of Florida where I am. I'm in, I'll I'll have you guys hate me a little bit. I'm on Miami Beach, Um, so I'm here where it's sunny and lovely, but I'm not going to make any enemies over in New York because I love you guys. That's cool. Uh We might have to edit that out. That's fine. Perfect. Um, but so that's how it kind of started with is my background is is in banking. And then about six years ago, I started, you know, practicing yoga, I started to explore my own personal spiritual gifts, which I'm a clairvoyance as well, which I didn't even know that my gift had a title until like a year ago. I was like, oh, shit, there's a title for this, <laughs> for my wow. gift. What sparked that? Um, you know, how so did I you had... find out exactly? Um, let's get into that. You know, I, I actually, I started Googling it um, and I always had the gift, you know, since I was a kid and I just always knew things <clears throat> and I didn't really know how it is that I knew stuff. And people were like, how do you always know this stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, are you psychic? And I'm like, no, please. Like, don't even start calling me that because that's so taboo. And I hate that word. It's mm. like so cliche. And there's so much negativity that goes around when you say that. Yeah. So I never wanted that label. Um, and then as I got older and I started doing, like I said, the, the Reiki and the yoga and through the meditation, I started to tap into that again, you know, and like I said, and then through the finance, I started connecting, um, the financial energy to clients that I was helping at the bank. Mm. And I started connecting it to like their spiritual issues, their money mindsets, their chakra energy. Um, and I'm sitting there going, oh my God. You know, this is, this is all related, but the more that I would Google, the more that there was nothing. Mm. And so I had to kind of build this whole karmic currency concepts from the ground up because there was really nothing like it out there. And that's why when people are like, well, tell us what it is. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> how do I even so start to explain this to you? <laughs> right. So into, like your intuition, your instinct kind of took you here where we are now like with karmic currency exactly. because being a banker you're always dealing with money finances mm-hmm. but through that you started to in a way be the spiritual advisor to people within the banking industry is that is that a, is that correct so, is that somewhat of of how it all really kind of came about um no it actually it it came about more with my clients mm-hmm. you know and just i started doing my own little social experiment without them knowing you know, I kind of started asking them different questions and different situations. Like I'm, I'm writing a book about it, which is pretty cool. And I actually tell a story um, in, in my book about this lady. She was an older woman, probably about, I don't know, 70 something years old. And this woman would come in and she looked 
poured. Like her clothes were tattered, were torn, they were broken. But every time she would come to the bank, she would always go to the teller window. So I never saw her because I was, you know, the manager of the office. So finally, one day I looked at her account. This lady had like over $500,000 in her account. And I started asking myself, why doesn't she buy clothes? Mm. You know, wearing the same thing, pobrecita, you know, why, like, where does this mindset come from? Right. And then I started connecting that to what's your first chakra energy, which is your survival. Right, and this right, is right. a woman who was raised in the time of, you know, the depression where, you know, lack and poverty was all around her. So because right. of her upbringing, she, she had to save her mindset probably since she was a kid was don't spend anything because cash is king. Right. You need it. You never know when the banks are going to crash. And if Which you is have true, your grandparents. But she almost took it to a new level, to a new extreme, right? Like she's just waiting for shit to hit the fan. Exactly. But that happens all the time. Remember mm-hmm. that I saw this every day because this is what I was exposed to every day. Right. But on but on the reverse, you have like this young millennial come in and they just don't give a shit. They're just like their account is a mess. <laughs> you know, they they don't look at their money. They don't look at anything. They're just like, and I'm how do you have mobile banking? Like, did you check your account? They're like, no. But yet they spend all this money on nonsense, on like flashy cars and going to the hottest clubs and Mm -hmm. they have the iPhone 10 and you're like, why? Sounds like the rock. Right, right, right. (laughs) Right, right. So right. So you started to see all these millennials, they walk in, zero care in the world, you know, acting reckless basically with money they don't even have necessarily. And here you have this lady who's from an older generation and she's almost Mm -hmm. like saving every penny. And not even right. not even putting anything new on her body to the point that, you know, you started to wonder, is this lady very poor and in need of, of things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, is she okay? But right. my thing is, like, is right. there somewhere in between? Because I feel like they're both very unhealthy um, relationships with money. The mm. millennial who's just reckless and thinks that buying chains and cars is what's going to keep them, you know, steady or sustained. And then you have right. this lady who doesn't even know how to enjoy her wealth. Um, right. Exactly. Do, yeah. So how do you go? So I think this is where you saw perspective, right? Like, how do I have a conversation that brings about fluency in money? Right. Um, mm-hmm. but why karmic? I guess that's my question because karma is about like a give and take, right? What you give is what you receive in the universe. Correct. Correct. And so then the, the karmic portion came in because I again started connecting you know, when we make purchases, when we spend, when we buy, um, the, the exchange of the positive and the negative, the good, obviously, and the bad. So for example, the exchange of the money and the karma that comes into your money is the energy. For example, if you have to pay for a flat tire, you're going to be pissed, right? Mm -hmm. So your energy into that money now is negative. So now, so now you're telling your money, I don't like you. I don't like you right now. I like that. The way you're saying it, like that right? makes sense. So what are you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. What is it? What are you supposed to say to those like $200 or you're like, <sighs> because I've had those well, moments and my mom's like, mira, if there's a, si hay solucion, don't get upset. You have $200 to fix that problem with. What would have happened if you didn't? So you know what? Exactly. If there's a way to resolve it, you just be thankful. Like that's the way my exactly. mom tries to tell me, but I have been very mad at those two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars. Well, <laughs> I got to drop on something mm-hmm. I don't care about like that. But at the same right. time, like I don't know, like what do you tell yourself in, in that moment? Mm-hmm. 
Well, and and at that, that's the moment where really the law of attraction and your money mindset really has to be stronger than your emotions, right? Because obviously you get a flat tire. I mean, this sets off a whole slew of emotions, right? Like now you're pissed. Now you're late for work. Now this is money. Now you got to wait for the tow truck. Now this is like spent your, your whole day into a tailspin, right? Mm-hmm. But this is the moment where you need to pause and say, okay, Number one, let's say, what has this spare tire saved me from? First of all, maybe I got a flat and maybe this has stopped me from something worse happening, you know, and being, you know what, being grateful, being grateful that it did happen to you and that you are in a position like your mom says, where you can take care of it because maybe this would have happened to somebody else that maybe they weren't in the right position to to afford that flat tire so when you go and you you know fix your flat you're grateful and you say well you know what thank you universe thank you god thank you santos whatever it is that you want to say you know for for sparing me and for allowing me to have the money to fix it i am grateful because i have this money to spend Okay. It's different when you don't have it. Right. So let's go you to know? that. Let's talk let's talk about the millennials that you mentioned are reckless but have this college debt, right? Which in all fairness, it's a horrible debt that kids have been applied to. The Sally May, um, you know, mm-hmm. I guess you could say the vulture of what Sally May is, has put kids in a very bad predicament and not necessarily with the best opportunities through the college so they're struggling right and still 10 years later into their career they're still very resentful and have negative energy and emotions towards that money they owe whoever right mm-hmm. how do you what's the right thing to say what's the right conversation that they should have in their mind in a situation like that where it's like a lot of money they still have not paid for how do you move away from that so you can you can now have a very um financially fluid life you know it's it's um like I said, it's it's all about changing your mindset and changing what the karmic, ch- changing what it is that you're trying to attract. So mm-hmm. we cannot hate the things that have shaped us, mm-hmm. and you can't hate the things that you want the most in life. Like I, I just I'm writing now this whole thing just to change the subject on Valentine's Day. Like everybody hates Valentine's Day, but I'm sitting there thinking, okay, but how can you hate love? Because mm-hmm. that's what you want. Like you're single. You want somebody to love you. How are you going to hate love? That's true. I love Valentine's Day. <laughs> but me too. I I'm love- like a Valentine's Day whore, man. <laughs> I'm like hearts everywhere. Mm-hmm. I like, I put it on my, on my story. Every, every time I go to like the, the store and I see hearts and stuff, I'm like, oh, I love it. But. But I think to your point, someone who completely despises Valentine's, yes, it could be because it's such an American holiday or whatever, and they're so scared of, they're so sick of like a new holiday being uh, another spending situation. And that same person who's upset might not have the money to spend on their loved one who expects a gift because of this grand holiday. But even mm-hmm. bigger than that, before you think about loving someone, shouldn't val- it just Valentine's is just about love. Yeah. So it's right. like maybe you lack self-love in right. that process, right? Because right. just being able to love yourself and be like, you know what? I'm exactly. single. I don't have a man or a woman, but uh, mm-hmm. I still have myself, and That's I can still true. buy right. myself a nice little coffee with a heart on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So exactly. it's changing buy the conversation. Chocolate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just got a little off topic. No, no, no. Um, it's it's all necessary because but... I think it goes back to like the mindset and the conversation. Mm-hmm. Your internal conversation right. starts to create this better relationship with everything in life. But in your particular situation, it's with currency, mm-hmm. right? Right. And, and a person, you know, back to kind of that millennial and the student loan debts, you know, yeah, nobody wants to have to pay this back. But again, you have to 
you have to love the things and you have to be grateful for the things that have shaped you. So even though, you know, you're kind of maybe struggling to make that payment or to make that end meet, you have to be grateful to the fact that you were given an education, you had the opportunity and you had the ability to make that way for yourself. So, you know, like back, nobody writes checks anymore, but back in the day when I would write checks, I would put like happy faces and like little hearts and like little things on the memo line. Okay. Like, you know, to, you know, to, and when I would send in my credit card payments, I would write on the memo line. I was like, this payment, this debt will be paid in full because I was already sending that energy out. Like I need this to be done. Nobody reads the freaking memo. Nobody (laughs) gives a shit what you write on there. That's true. That was for yourself. You were doing that for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it for me because this is the, this is the karmic currency. This is the exchange of, of monetary. This is the exchange of money and the energy that I'm putting behind it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I did this. I bought whatever it is that's on there. I can't do anything else about it, but I can control the energy that I do when I pay the bill. So send it off with lights and love. Yeah. yeah send like it that. with light and love. So even if this you're like idea. caught up in an emergency or like you have something ongoing, like college debt, like you're saying like the first step is like, let's just accept what's going on here. Like stop fighting it. Mm-hmm. Pause. Like you said, and the second step is like, let's be grateful that maybe you can make that minimum payment a month for your college debt or that you do have the 200 bucks to fix that flat tire. And then that's going to take you to the next level, which you mentioned before. I want to get into that a little bit, like the law of attraction. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean by that? Like, where do you even start with that once you've hit this, like, kind of like acceptance of like where your situation is with money? So the law of attraction is extremely powerful and you know it kind of started with you know when that book came out the secret Mm -hmm. um and then we have you know abraham hicks um which is actually so cool did you guys know that this lady actually channels abraham hicks he's not an actual person it's like a spirit no what i've never heard of this yes go on i've never heard of god what do you mean google it i swear when you look at the books on the bottom it says her name which i I, I'm having like a major brain fart right now. I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. And it says channeled by her through Abraham Hicks. He's, she's like, she channels him. Wow. I've oh. never even. And it's, yeah. And it's like this, it's like a spirit that she channels that, that tells her and gives her all this information. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. I just found that out. It, mind blown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, okay. And is, yeah. is, do you know if this spirit that she channels is like a real person in her life that she maybe knew before passing no I don't I don't think so I don't think so I think it was just and she she talks about it um and one of the first books that I read of hers is how she started channeling she started meditating meditating and connecting to her spirit guys and then she said it's we always sound so like we say you know Mm -hmm. so she downloaded you know she's a medium and she started like she went into like this trance And she just started saying all these things and her husband was there and her husband started writing everything down that she was saying. And so little by little, they started realizing that they were channeling the same, she was channeling the same person. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so How crazy. How did I never hear about this story is what I'm wondering. So wait, her name is Esther Hicks. I know that her right. husband is there you Jerry go. Hicks. So then there it, you it, go. It, it familiar, Abraham Hicks. Like, is it someone she's related to That's, then? Might be. Might no, be like I think she, I think maybe she just named him Hicks because they're related, but the guy's name was Abraham. Oh. The guy's name was Abraham. And so maybe they just added the Hicks you know, to, to make it together. I mean, how, how crazy would it be if that was, I mean, I don't know if it's a big secret, but if people really started to realize, how do you realize that you're reading a book from a ghost? 
Oh, <laughs> it's a whole fantasma here, you know, reading. Oh my god, I, I can't believe I've never heard the story behind the book, The Secret. Like you're blowing my mind right now. No, no, it's not the secret. Hers is the law of attraction. Oh, they wrote the law of attraction, similar, but similar. There's yeah, that. it's they're okay. they're two different books, two different things. But hers, the law, what they wrote, the law of attraction through Abraham Hicks is it's a channel entity. Wow, but still so yeah. blowing my mind. Like I've never even heard I know. this story. You think you, you guys would have should... you would have thought by now I would have heard this. <laughs> you guys are gonna totally Google this later when oh, we yeah, hang totally. up. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> you'll be like, let me fact check Sandy. I don't know about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandy, you said you're a clairvoyant. How huh? what spirits are you tapping into or what spirits help you um through this entrepreneur endeavor that you have, which is karmic currency? Um, so you know what? With the clairvoyance, it's really weird because I don't channel um, it's just like a, it's like an intuition. It's, uh, it's actually called clairsentience, which is when you just know there's the clairvoyant family. There's the five, they're called the five clairs. So your uh, clairvoyant, uh, clairaudience, which is when you hear clairsentience, uh, clair something, there's, there's a, there's a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's when you see ghosts or you see visions or things, and then there's when you hear things, mm-hmm. um, and then there's when you know things or when you feel. Mm-hmm. So they're like your five senses. Right, 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 so right. Psychics tell the future, mediums channel and they communicate with the dead and then clairvoyant, which, which the five clairs are usually the most common mm-hmm. of the, you know, kind of the psychic gifts. Right. Where you kind of walk into a room and you're like, oh, the vibe is off here. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. So That's, yours is a clear vision that you get. Right. Either some different things. Like last night I had a dream with a friend's dead grandmother. I'm like, why really? And I didn't see her, but I heard her. So I had to text him this morning at like six in the morning. I was like, yo, your grandma says, "Oh wow, <laughs> you know, do, do this, do this, do this. You know, Polnago, she says that she's been hearing your prayers. She's going to help you, but ask her to help you. You have something that belongs to her. Put it with her things, you know, with all your spirit shit and, and ask her. Mm. And he's like, whoa. So, you know. Oh, wow. So- Can you have more, more than one? Yes. Yeah. You actually can. You oh, actually wow. can. You can have all of them. And because you can be a media and like, be a clairvoyant. Yes, of course. Absolutely. You can absolutely have a combination of all of these things. And for you our readers can. or um, readers, do you hear me? For our listeners, can you kind of break down the difference between a medium and a clairvoyant? Yeah. So a medium, like I said, uh, channels mm-hmm. the, the, the dead or they either see spirit like actual spirit this is like the long island medium right, where right, she's right. like okay i see this person this is what they look like and they they can channel mm-hmm. exactly that oh wow um, yeah. and then yeah and then a clairvoyant sometimes you may see things but they may come like as pictures or visions not necessarily like a physical like an apparition like mm-hmm. someone is standing here next to you right so you may see like a picture sometimes that happens too you know, I'll be like, oh, you know, what is this person? You know, were you here? Were you there? Like, I see like a lake or I saw a picture of something. Those for me personally are a little bit rare. I don't see things often. For me, I hear them. Mm-hmm. It's like if someone was like talking to me. Got it. Got I hear it. them or I feel it. And then that feeling translates into whatever the word is. Like either I'll feel angry or I'll feel sick or I'll feel you know, different, different emotions. And then you have to just kind of connect them. It's work. <laughs> wow. And how do you apply this to karmic currency? Mm-hmm. 
Good question. So yeah, so when I meet with actual clients that I that I consult, right? So I, I actually do these consultations and I help you know, small business owners or, or even just, you know, people individually who are looking for kind of financial help. Um, I meet with them and I tap into their energy through Reiki. And so I have like a beautiful little space in my apartment, um, which is lovely. And I have like a, you know, a table. So they come, we talk, they do a questionnaire, I kind of figure out what it is. Cause usually once we talk about their financial situation, I'm able to pinpoint where the chakra issue is. Mm, Um, and then once I meet with them and they're here, then I, you know, we do Reiki and then I connect to your energy. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm like hovering over you. So I'm, I'm physically, you know, connecting to your energy. Mm. And then from there, I'm able to connect like sometimes deep seated issues. Like I had a girlfriend who came to the house. She's like, Sandy, I want you to come help me. She, she quit her job. She was like working at an insurance company. And she's like, come, you know, I need your help. She wanted to start selling like oils and things full time. She's got two little babies. So she wants to spend more time with her kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, come, you know, come to the beach. We'll come hang out. We'll make a day of it. So she comes over and we start talking and she's like, you know, I just, she doesn't like to talk to her husband about money. She's like, I just feel like it's not my place to say anything. I feel like I can't communicate. I don't want to share this with him. So I'm like, okay, obvious chakra, throat chakra, right? You have communication blockage. Right. So I said, all right, let's get on the table. I connect to her energy, connect to all her stuff. And then I tell her, listen, you have some childhood issues. Like something happened to you when you were a kid. You know, mm-hmm. did your parents tell you a lot? Like, los niños se ven y no se oyen. Oh, were you yeah, one of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or spoken, right? spoken to, or adults are talking. Exactly. There's so many versions of that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, but I felt like this was very strong. Like, not just a random, you know, you're being a pain in the ass and your parents are reprimanding you. I feel like this was a very big thing in your life. Like, you had to be silenced. What happened? Right. So... She finally winded up telling me, which has been my friend for years, which I didn't know. She winded up telling me when she was a little girl, she's of Mexican descent. They came into this country legally. They crossed the border illegally. Right, right. So when they came, they had to be quiet. Her parents were constantly on top of her. Behave, portate bien. Don't say anything because they knew that if the kids acted up, it could potentially cause her family a huge problem. Basically, go invisible. Mm. Right. So... Because of that childhood issue, that has stayed with her throughout her entire life. And all of a sudden I said, you know what? This makes sense because even in the times where you should speak up, where you've been wronged, where I've seen it as your friend, you don't. Mm. You don't speak up for yourself. And it's all part of that deep-seated issue, not just in your throat that you don't want to communicate your truth, but because of this childhood issue. Mm -hmm. And she's like, holy shit. I never thought about that. She's like, I can't wait to call my sister. I'm going to tell my sister. Like, I wonder, you know, she has the same thing. So that's kind of how I use the gift when helping people with their finances and helping people with their money. Because when you connect stuff that happened to you when you were a kid, all of a sudden you realize that, oh my God, I've been lugging this baggage, you know, and it's not only helping her now in her personal life where now she feels you know, she doesn't have to be afraid to communicate. Now she's identified why she's been like that all her life. Mm-hmm. But now she's also more free to speak openly to her husband about finances and about, you know, paying the bills and how he's contributing and how the money is going to be spent in their home. Because, that, you know, she never, she just felt like, eh, it's not my place. I don't want to say anything. 
and that's why. So did the Reiki help her? Did your um, of course, right? Okay, so now yeah, you yeah. say that maybe she's more vocal about finances and also mm-hmm. feels more empowered. Exactly, exactly. And most from obviously this was one of my girlfriends, so you know, I didn't really do the whole formal thing with her, but with clients, you know, I do build like a plan around it. So I tell them, okay, this is the chakra that we're working on your throat. This is the issue that we identified. So for the next week, we're going to meditate on throat chakra. You're going to use your stones. You're going to use your meditation. You're going to listen to this. You're going to do these yoga poses. You're going to eat these foods. And all this week, you are going to go out of your way to speak because you know when you're shutting up. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to purposely force this behavior. You're going to come out of your shell. You're going to speak when spoken to, and you're going to go out of your way you know, to say something at any moment, like don't stay quiet. Right. Speak up basically. Right. Now, what do you say to a a client um, that comes to you and feels like they've had bad karmic energy say, because maybe they've been stingy. Maybe they haven't been as generous as they think they could have been right with their wealth, with their abundance. Um, And they just feel like because of that doors are closing on them and they don't have the kind of abundance that they kind of are seeking for or in, or in need of really. Mm -hmm. What do you do to help someone that may have bad karma, right? Because it's all about karmic energy. Right. So that kind of person, and it, and it's funny because I was kind of thinking about that um, this morning and this specific situation. And those those types of people, that's root chakra, where you feel like you're you're being stingy and you're not giving because your root chakra is your sense of survival. And this is your, your greed, right? Um, and I, I don't, it's, by no means meant to be political, but if we look at like Donald Trump, mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra was the first one that said Donald Trump is in his root chakra. Mm-hmm. And again, all politics aside, but you're talking about a person who's who hoards, who uses money as power, and who mm-hmm. is seen as just greedy, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's so, definitely one of his sins. If we yeah. need to put exactly. one on him, yeah, exactly. So a person who comes to me who's obviously not a Trump, but who feels that this is their way, then. The way to stimulate that and to, you know, open that up and change that is to give. You have to be more giving. You have to give and you have to be open and know that you are enough. You have enough. And even though you give, that will reciprocate. That will come back to you. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's that karmic exchange, right? When you do good for others, it comes back to you. So when you give monetarily, when you give of your time, when you volunteer, when you're putting your money and your energy in the right place, the universe will bring it back to you. Karma will reciprocate that and it will magnify your abundance because now you're giving from a good place though. you Again, we go back to the law of attraction, the money mindset and what we're thinking and how we're feeling because it's one thing to go through the motions. Oh, I'm going to write a check here to whoever. But the intent but has if to your be attitude, there. Right. Mm-hmm. But if your heart isn't in the right place, then it's all for not, you know, then you don't want to spare me. Like, <laughs> no me regale nada. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. You know, no don't give ganas. it to me with that attitude. There yeah, you there you go. It's, <laughs> it's so, so true. That's true in like work, in business, mm-hmm. in relationships. But you mentioned something behind the scenes and it's so interesting to me. So when it comes to these kinds of services that you offer, when it comes to, you know, you being a clairvoyant, you wanted to share that with the world and maybe hone it and you want to charge for these kinds of services. You said something behind the scenes that you, you know, there are some people that don't feel as if because it's a gift, it should uh, be charged. So then that makes it less uh, 
uh, less genuine, right? That then, oh, that woman yeah. charges so, and she charges so much. Mm. So, you know, why would you do that if this is a gift? And But you had a really different take on it, and I, I found it very interesting. Can you share that with us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so that is kind of an antiquated money mindset, right? Mm-hmm. That's the time of our abuelas, the times of, you know, our moms, where, you know, it was a gift and it, and it still is a gift, but right. that they wouldn't charge or they would charge minimum. Right. But think back, the women that we would go to, when you go to a setuna consulta or you go to somebody to do, you know, something like this, where do these people live? These people live in poverty. Sometimes you pull up these people's house and you're like, oh my God, do I even want to get out of the car? Like, what is this? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but every, anybody that I've gone to do no consulta, I'm always like, wow, this is really like weird Mm, (laughs) where these mm -hmm. people live you know everything is like really poor you know in their house it's so true it's so sad it's so sad right it's like dark and there's like i don't know i just picture like those weird galletica box with like all the buttons inside like yes yes and somehow we've we've related that with that being well the most genuine experience that has to be real because you're in such a and right. urban... one step further, right? Mm-hmm. You go to botanicas, they're always in the hood. They're always in the poorest right. neighborhoods. Meanwhile, they're yes. the ones that are giving back spiritually to a community mm-hmm. that is in need of right. some of this, you know, energy flow and whatnot. So that's right. another thing, like that just alone, but it goes back to cultural, right? Does it go back to being, because they're always, let's be very clear, botanicas are always in the hood. They're always in the Latino, Hispanic, right. mostly hood, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Is it a cultural right. thing to not give yourself um, the value or the worth that you may deserve? So I don't think it's cultural. I think it's more religious, okay? Mm. Because now if we delve kind of into the religions, right? Mm. If you take, like, let's say a Joel Olstein, again, all politics and whatever personal opinions aside, we take, let's say, Christianity. Mm. Christianity practices and preaches huge, huge right. on prosperity. Mm-hmm. They are, you have to give, You, if not, you rob God. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you don't give your tithes, if you don't give your offerings, if you don't give freely, then God doesn't bless you. Mm -hmm. So you see these big churches, you see people that, you know, are in the Christian faith, not that they're, you know, can't be poor, but they give. Right. And 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 then we go back to the Bible where, you know, God loves a cheerful giver. Then you look at the Jewish people. Jewish people practice abundance as well. I mean, I've never met like a poor Jew. That's true. I, no. I live, they I live really in Miami Beach, which in is like the mecca of, mm-hmm. of, of the Jewish, you know, people practically. And these people, like they have so much money. Right, right, right. Because they practice and they believe in the abundance. So when you look at you know, let's say Cuban, Puerto Rican, where, you know, our roots are more based on, you know, African beliefs or even Catholic. Mm -hmm. In other words, colonized, right? Right, right. And then you look at the Catholics also. Catholic people are very humble. Mother Teresa, they had nothing. You have to give everything away. Don't have monetary possessions. So it really goes back to what is your religious faith? And that's one of the questions that I ask people who I, who I consult with. That's, one of the questions on my questionnaire, what is your religious upbringing and belief? Mm-hmm. Because I need to know that. Right. If, to better assess, you, right? right? Right. Exactly. Because if I know that you're Catholic, then already I, I already know that I'm dealing now with a mindset, not just an energy issue. Mm. Because you've been brought up 
that you need to regalar las cosas and you can't have, you know, your, don't have to. It's, it's a sin to have too much. Yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. right. So, mm. so, but now that, now there's like this social consciousness, this awakening that's happening, you know, just everywhere, right? And people are becoming um, more spiritual, more open. They're, they're starting to see their gifts and use their gifts. So it's important that, you know, for us as, as brujas, as light workers, as, you know, people who, who are using our gifts for, for the betterment, um, it's important that we send that message into the universe that our gifts are valuable. And to the person who's coming to see you, that your gift is valuable. You are helping a person. And when you help that person, there's an exchange of emotion. There's an exchange of the karmic currency. So I'm doing something for you. So if I go, if you guys come here and I tell you something like with my girlfriend, I'm like, listen, this is your childhood drama. You know, you leave. You're so grateful to me. You know, that day when my girlfriend left, of course, I didn't charge her, but she was like, okay, fine, but let me take you to lunch. I was like, okay. But that's mm -hmm. karmic that's currency. Yep. Yep. Right. But yep. that's karmic currency. It was an exchange. Again, she was my friend. She wasn't necessarily a paying client, but she still felt that what I did for her, she wanted to repay me. In right, right. And that's so important. And I, I, I want to just interrupt and stress this, that when somebody, and I, I find this a very cultural thing as well, and it might just be me, but I have seen it more in Latino culture than anything else. Sometimes we take away that um, that gift of letting someone give you something. Mm -hmm. And it took me a right. long time to accept and and thank someone for just just say thank you when someone gives me a compliment. Mm -hmm. Just say thank you when someone wants to give me a gift. Just say thank you when someone wants right. to take mm -hmm. me out for just drinks. Just receive and it. Just receive mm -hmm. it. Because yeah, Nasty I, receives all the drinks on Hello. Me. <laughs> so Yay. if somebody wants to be like, yo, you know, thank you for doing this thing for me. Like it was such a special whatever I did for them. Can I please take you out to dinner? And like, you know, it, upbringing, mindset, childhood, whatever almost mm -hmm. kicks in as instinct. Like, no, 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 you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, okay, honey, take me out. Like I deserve it. Right. I, I gave you with all of the, like the love in the world and you want to give something back to me. Like wonderful. Right. Like let's do that. And it's completely changed anything. Without, so that's, without guilt. Without guilt, right. without that right. Catholic guilt, yes. you know what I'm saying? So it should apply to money and services and spiritual gifts as well. Like, there's Absolutely. no reason not to. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. I, now I used to be, you know, even with my husband, I'm like, this pussy expensive, honey. You know? <laughs> now I just throw it out there. Like, before I used to be all shy about it, I was like, no, honey, you're taking my energy. You gotta pay That's one. Right. I don't mean it's gotta come through like money to your point, right. but like, where's my morning breakfast? Right. Oh, you hello. Know? Mm hmm. Where's that fancy dinner? Exactly. Yeah. He's not going, you're exactly. not going into his house and doing stuff. He's going into your house, Hello? your personal house and Hello? doing stuff. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Este wax cuesta dinero. This, this wax ain't free. Okay. I don't know how much wax costs over there, but down here it's like 60 bucks. And honey, I shave it all off. So it's a, oh it's a lot God. of you know, work. You live yeah, dangerously. Work. I live dangerously, honey. I can't do that. I'll be dancing like James Brown in the streets, ladies. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. Well, so that's, I oh mean, this is God. all beautiful stuff. I think especially for our spiritual entrepreneurs that we have. Yeah. Yes. that listen, that tune in, but also just for a lot of these young women coming up, coming out of college, getting their first mm -hmm. job and understanding their worth, right? And, mm -hmm. also, and also assessing it in a fair way, even if, because sometimes you might think you're worth too much. That's also bad karmic currency, right? Like, yeah. is there well, such thing as someone coming on board, you're new, like you're literally out of college and you're like, I'm going to charge top dollars, even though I'm less experienced than all these people? You know, it, it's funny because that's something that, I personally struggle with when I see, you know, these 
you know, young, young women coming out of college and they're like, Oh, I'm going to be a life coach. And I'm going to be a mindset mm-hmm. person. I'm like, bitch, you don't even know how to fucking wipe your ass. That's what like, I mean. Like get the <laughs> right. hell out of here. Shouldn't there be some you know, humility like, within that you as sit, well? Right. right. You know, sit down, take a seat, mm-hmm. you know, yep. but at the same time, we can't knock what that person's sense of worth is. And right. everyone mm-hmm. has a different sense of worth of of what they feel they bring to the table of what they feel Mm -hmm. but what's most important with that is to understand where you're coming from as long Mm -hmm. as you're not coming from a place of ego Mm -hmm. a place of where you want to just showboat and show off you know and and be like oh look what I can do I can predict the future and I'm the next Ostradamus and you know blah 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 no calm down that's you know, that's ugly, that's bad karma, that's ego, and that's right. where things se ponen feo, you know, right. you should, you should be coming from a place of love, a place of light, a place of genuinely wanting to help people where you're, you know, listen, I, I want to help you, you know, it sounds like you have mm-hmm. something that I can help you with. And, you know, let's have an exchange, meet with me, I'm going to help you. And in turn, you're going to pay me for, for a service. Listen, you don't walk into the supermarket and negotiate price. It is what it is. True. That's so true. You know, That's and so if true. you want a good product, you know where you need to go. You go to Whole Foods, you go to Fresh Market. If you want, you know, just one little limon that, you know, it's just for this. And you go down to a little quickie mart and you get it there. That's so funny because so some of my little bodegas, you know, that's so funny. You those people who go to ShopRite and A and P's or whatever right. chain, they'll never ask for to lower price or for a fianza. Like what's it called? Like a fianza. But you go to right. the hood, there's so many little signs that says "Aquí no se fie," which means <laughs> oh. that they must get so many poor people try to hustle the next poor. Oh, man. you mean like haggling? Literally, like signs. Oh my in god, the bodegas. I've never seen Aquí that. No se fie. I would, I would never dare. There's even a sign that says "Aquí no se fie, pierde amigo." <laughs> So oh, you see oh that. God, that's hysterical. But that comes to show that, like, you know, people in impoverished places go to the most poor bodega. That mm, someone that's right. struggling for a freebie. Yeah. But they right. would never dare go to a big chain supermarket where they possibly Try to haggle can. Whole Foods. You know what I mean? So it's right. like, you also have to honor your fellow compadre and comadre, your fellow right. person that's coming up as an entrepreneur. And that all comes down, I say that to say this, as an entrepreneur, as people who are doing podcasts in the United, we always get that request. Like, can you teach us how to do podcasts? Of course we can. We're not selfish, but that's what's selfish. the exchange? Yeah. Right? Right. Like, you're asking us for a free service, which yeah. we're open to, but what exactly are you doing? Are you just taking? Right. Or right, are you right. giving Right. Back? Yeah. And for me, the question is always, um, I'm a grown ass woman and it's not that I'm money hungry mm-hmm. or exchange hungry, but my time is very valuable. I could always get more money, right. but I can't get my time right. back. Mm-hmm. That's for damn exactly. sure. So if somebody comes up to me and they're just wanting to take and there's not an offering, even from an intern, even when there's someone that just came out of college and you don't got something to offer your time, your mm-hmm. connections, something then you already started off on a bad right. foot. You have to know what right. value you're bringing exactly. to that person. And person that's what I would foremost. ask that person that's a, that's trying to be a life coach at like 19. I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, um, that's wonderful. You want to give that shit to the world. What value do you bring right. that makes right. you stand out among the rest? Like, there what is exactly. it? Because exactly. I, if you can't answer that question wholeheartedly, then you got to rethink your strategy mm-hmm. for sure. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to a 19 year old for to, to coach me through life. Well, you know, it's <laughs> so funny. Um, in my town. exactly, like, what are you going to tell me? Mm-hmm. I mean, your parents still do your laundry. 
Oh, girl. If you, you know? haven't been through your 20s, I can't talk to you. You don't know struggle quite no, yet. No, I'm in my 30s. Like, there's no way. Unless you came from yeah. Syria or something crazy. <laughs> something. And you're 19 going on right. 45. Oh, where are you going to Right, so. exactly. There's a difference in, in situation. But, uh, you know, assessing right. that is important. Understanding your value before you go and try to just throw a, a, yes. a number on it. You yes. know, just because right. the next person that's doing what you're doing charges, you know, say $50,000 every month for their services mm -hmm. that doesn't qualify you to do the same thing mm -hmm. and right. that's where understanding your powers your value is very key and then the price mm -hmm. that you think to your point as long as it's done with love and fairness right. your price is your price and people yeah. are going to take it or not take it and that's up to them exactly to, to exactly. move on with it um right. that being said can you um I'm, I'm a thousand percent sure everyone that's listening to this right now is like, Googling how do you. I get in touch with this woman, <laughs> Sandy Fernandez, right? Uh -huh. So please share with everyone your um, your karmic currency, Instagram, Facebook, and whatever website you want to direct them to. Yeah, definitely. So if anybody, you know, wants to reach out and, you know, definitely explore this conversation more, I do take appointments via Skype, phone can do Reiki sessions and everything um, from a distance. So if you're not, you know, here in, in Miami, um, that's, you know, perfectly fine. We can do things remotely, um, energy and currents travel. Mm -hmm. So that's perfectly fine. Um, definitely reach out, you know, on my website, www.karmiccurrency.com. Um, mm -hmm. Instagram is also under Karmic Currency. The Facebook page is also under Karmic Currency. Um, they can also uh, DM me through there. Uh, feel free to reach out to me also by phone, 305-528-2991. Um, that's the um, hotline. Are you sure you want to give that one out? We, oh, we, might, we may have You're going to get some texts and uh, calls coming in. That's all right. <laughs> the brujas be calling you. It's all right. Listen, it's better to have the phone ring than to not ring. Because you it's know what happens so. when the phone doesn't ring, girl? I'm like bored as shit. I'm all up in my settings. Okay. I'm like, oh, what does this button do? <laughs> Hashtag abundance. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you so much, Sandra. Thank you so much, ladies, for having me. Appreciate it. It was you. amazing. And when you guys come down, definitely I'll show you around town, take you to all the fancy, all the bougie yes, places. Yes, honey. Hey. And because Cindy's <laughs> all about common currency, drinks are on her, And girl. all I heard was that drinks are on Natalie. <laughs> You saw how that oh, exchanged that karma currency so quickly? <laughs> I Mira, gave right we'll back take to turns. you, honey. We'll take turns. Right. One round on awesome. you, one round on that, the other round on me. There you go, Perfect. honey. Bueno, honey, thank you so much, Sandy. We appreciate your time and everyone thank listening you. at Karmic thank Currency. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. All right, ladies. Talk bye. Okay, brujitas, there you have it. Your gifts are valuable. Check mm -hmm. out currency.com for more. That's right. And shout out to our girl, Sandy Fernandez, for giving us so much insight and some amazing, you know, tidbits that could help the next fellow spiritual entrepreneur mm -hmm. or entrepreneur overall. Exactly. But keep your head up. <laughs> you can listen to all of this on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, any other platform that you may have. And you can follow our visual journey on Instagram and Facebook at Murado Lens. That's right. And we have an announcement. That's right. We're now on Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Because we need to be fully independent. We're here. We're trying to create positive social impact for all our brujas and feminists alike. And we want to do it on our own terms. Mm -hmm. No strings attached. No selling not to corporations or brands that don't represent what we're about. And we need your help. And we need it now. That's right. So being independent ain't easy. Mm -mm. But it is going to be better for all of us. So check us out. P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Murado Lens. Peace. Peace.